0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM member FDIC. You're listening to The Wrong Station Pledge Drive. This episode was made possible with the support of our listeners on Patreon. Consider visiting patreon.com slash thewrongstation for bonus episodes, behind-the-scenes discussions, our new book club, and so much more. Today, The Wrong Station is proud to present He's My Friend by Anthony Batello. I can't remember exactly what day I first saw him. A few weeks ago, at least. M- maybe a few months. Though still summer. That dead raccoon. Plopped outside just off the sidewalk, two blocks down from my place. A little guy, I thought. Though, maybe not. Honestly, I don't know too much about how big they're supposed to get. 99% of my experience with raccoons has been at night, turning around and crossing the street the second I see them. So, I never get a very good look. But it was broad daylight the first time I saw him. Poor thing, probably dehydrated in the 35 degree heat or ate something bad, or got a swift kick from a bolder and more bastardly soul than mine, I felt, you know, like genuine pity for this, this little soul discarded on the roadside of the world. And the second day I walked by it, I still felt pity. Though by the third day, my feelings had started to shift more toward disgust. Is the city not going to come clean this up? Has nobody who lives on this block even called it in? Such questions passed through my mind. The body hadn't quite turned yet, but the fur was looking more mangy, the skin more ecky. by the day. An extreme heat mingled with flash thunderstorms weren't helping the situation. The look or the smell of it. In any case, the answer to both these questions was evidently no. Day five... And as I was walking to the subway that morning, I got to witness the exact moment that the bloated flesh sagged open to reveal hundreds upon hundreds of maggots partaking in their funereal feast. I almost threw up. Though, strangely, the more my disgust ratcheted up, the more I felt it tempered by a resurgent pity. It was nature, I know, but it was so undignified... To slowly rot away and be devoured out in the open for everyone to see? No, being shoved into a bag by municipal employees and then incinerated. That was the way to go. That was the kind and respectful end that he... And I think that was the moment that I decided he was he... Deserved. I made the call to 311 that same morning. The person I spoke to was very polite and reassuring... They apologized that he hadn't been removed yet, and assured me that Animal Control would have it dealt with within 48 hours. I wasn't sure I liked the use of the words, dealt with, pertaining to my friend. My friend? But I thanked them, and hoped that that would be the end of it. Well, the days rolled on, and unsurprisingly, Animal Control never came. Who could say why? Lack of resources? Staff shortages? Maybe cleaning a half-rotted raccoon off the sidewalk just wasn't a priority. Maybe, if I'd lied, said the raccoon was on the road, that I was a motorist, and that this foul creature's filth was getting all over my tires, then, then something would be done. But I hadn't said that, and why bother calling again? I had my number on record now, and while I wasn't certain whether or not he, my friend, was a priority for the city... I knew for sure that I wasn't. Me, in my squalled little basement studio, working three jobs and still living hand to mouth. But, hey, at least I had a home. At least I was alive, right? That's what you'd tell yourself, right? Time carried on. The maggots ate their fill and buzzed off or were themselves eaten by larger animals that came in the night to slurp up the last remaining bits of organ and anything structural. My friend slowly flattened into a grey-brown disk of bone and skin and fur, and remained like that for a good long while. We'd developed a good rapport by then, he and I. I'd see him at least twice a day, on my way to work and on my way back home. Which is more than I can say for most people in my life anyone, really. I, uh, I, I don't know that I'd describe myself as lonely. These are lonely times, you know? Would you call everyone living in sad times sad or trying times tried? No, I, I think you'd say that they're merely in a mindset that's the norm for the age. If anything, it was the first time in some while that I hadn't felt lonely, that I had somebody I could rely upon, Someone to say hello to first thing, someone to crouch down to and tell my secrets at night, or the workplace gossip to whisper, Can you believe that? I know, right? A friend who I could be indignant for when I'd see yet another piece had been stolen in the night, a paw, his tail, when there'd be new tears in the dried, leathery yellow sheet of his belly skin, or when one morning his skull had been shattered into tiny fragments, so that now he truly was flat. I came to rely on him, really. I'm not ashamed to say it. We all need a friend, and he was mine. Which is why it crushed me when, after weeks or months, he was no longer there. Had he been cleaned away? No. Not by people, anyway. But more heat, more rain, animals, heat, rain, animals, heat and rain, heat and rain. Eventually, those last little bits of him, nothing but filthy hair by the end, were washed away, washed down some drain, somewhere I could never hope to find him. Nothing left but a darkened circle in the concrete where he'd once been. Though, that's not entirely true. You see, a real friend never truly leaves you, I know that now, because as I wept there one night, on my knees, he came to me, in the darkness and shadow, spectral under the stars and salty orange lamplight, eyes burning with life and kindness, a kind of kindness. He did not speak, but I knew what he was saying. You know how to find me. You know how to come back to me. And I did. So I did. I laid down on the warm concrete, rolled onto my side. It didn't take too long for it to start. I hadn't eaten or drank in the last few days, miserable and grief-stricken as I was. I wonder how long it'll take... At the very least, I won't have to worry about anyone disrupting the process. No, I think hardly anyone will pay me any mind. Even if someone does, even if they think, poor thing, or that I'm a little guy, or if they call the city, nothing will happen. Except that maybe Hau have made another friend. They'll have made a friend.